0: This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Erica, it's so good to see you. What's up? What's up? How are we good? doing? I'm doing really well. Great. Erica, Barstool is just such an iconic to uh, to the culture. Such an iconic platform. I did a Barstool podcast yesterday with Adam Lefko. You know, like I, uh, I'm it's just so impressive to watch what the organization has done. And I thought when they hired you because we, we got to jam together in prior life that I, that was a huge coup for them. And you've absolutely delivered on my intuition. To that question, how has Barstool pivoted during this new world we live in? How are, how'd you think about it? How'd you absorb it? Were you like me and completely underestimated how long we would be in, you know, in this predicament? You know how, how did it play out for you and, and the gang?
1: Yeah, awesome. Thanks for having me, Gary. I always love to see you. Um, Thank you. And, you know, look, Barstool pivots all the time. I think we are a company that is very present. We're just present. So coronavirus is present. Uh, You know, it's a difficult time in the country. That's present. You know, our goal is to make people laugh. Our goal is to make content. Our goal is to stick it to the big guys and to be as disruptive and innovative as possible. We pivoted a lot. You know, I think one of the advantages we had going into the quarantine is that this is a company that was never spoiled with much. When I got to Barstool, there wasn't a single studio. They didn't have producers. There weren't a huge amount of resources. People had a computer, they had an iPhone. Maybe they had a microphone, only very few of them did. And we kind of went back to what made Barstool so great to begin with when Dave Portnoy started it, which is it's a bunch of guys and girls who are sharing their world, trying to be funny, being very innovative, using what's free and available from a platform perspective to make content and to give people an escape. And you know, I, I think it's a big responsibility. I think people need an escape right now. I think there's a lot that people want to escape from. Things are very heavy. And for us, you know, we needed to pivot back from you know we now we have a lot of resources. We have a headquarters. We have all types types of studios. We have all types of. Production. It's a
0: transition. I, I, I'm starting to interrupt you, but I'm sure a lot of entrepreneurs versus executives or growing companies. I'd be lying if I didn't say, hmm, would have been a hell of a lot more. Easy and fun and interesting to deal with COVID when we were forty-two people right. and one tiny office, not right. a thousand global the right. way you know we we have an right. office in Singapore now that's doing extremely well and exploded yep. in the last eighteen months. They got hit first, so I was already yeah. dealing with COVID yep. before I was dealing with COVID. Yep, go ahead. Yeah, and then you have to always pivot your business. You know, you
1: always, I I. I you've got to have your head on a swivel. You know what I mean? Like that's kind of how I think about like, how are you going to make money? How are you going to make content? How are you going to build partnerships? How do you, how do you fix and focus on what's happening right in front speaking, of you?
0: Speaking of that, and I'm sorry to interrupt, and in general, I'm trying to be better in interrupting, but in my podcast, I have an hour and these, I have 15 minutes and I'm trying to bring as much value to the oh, audience. Go ahead. In your rest, you know, restructuring when mm-hmm. that happens. You know, what can, what can people learn from the way you attack that in the way, you know, because I'm watching from afar. I don't know all the details, but I'm, I'm, I'm dangerous in everything. So, yeah. you know, what, you know, what, what can they learn from that?
1: You know, I think you have to be very, I think people can be delusional. I think people spend a lot of time <laughs> looking,
0: which is rude. I think you're right. True. No, no, I think it's, <laughs> but it's honest. I think it's honest
1: uh people spend a lot of time looking back they wish things were the way they used to be or they spend time looking down which i think is looking at problems and i think you have to look ahead and in front of you you know so we got small you know what i mean we started focusing on not multi-million dollar multi-year ad deals or partnerships we started looking what can we do today and what is something that can run right now um we've had our two biggest months in commerce ever in the history of barstool and the reason is we started to make content and we realized we had to find a new way to monetize it uh, that would be relevant right now so those are two examples on the business side
0: talk to me about the app i'm hearing a lot of buzz from the barstool characters about this app you know it's getting a little hyped here the sports Um, book mm -hmm.
1: yeah the sports book's coming so you know It's a good example of we've been busy the last three months building you know what we want to be the number one sports betting brand in the United States which will be Barstool Sportsbook we've partnered with Penn National we've been hard at work with them in terms of building the sportsbook product both retail as well as from a mobile perspective we're spending a lot of time on the marketing we're thinking about how do we launch it how do we do how do we do it the Barstool way which will be different more unconventional more unexpected more ridiculous than anybody else and I'm fired up about this category. Sports betting is a huge area of growth in sports. I think it's a huge area of growth uh, of opportunity from a revenue perspective. Um, but I think it's going to be about trust and loyalty, and those are two things that we have and take really seriously.
0: Yeah, I think that's right. And so, what what about um, what's your biggest observation as just a human in your own buying behavior or consumption behavior during COVID, Eric? Like, just curious, you the, the gal, like, are you buying? what like what have you bought dtc or direct to consumer that you'd never bought before and now yep. you're like i'm never going to the store to buy this anymore i like this new product yeah. this way you have anything like that i you know what i think's changed is I'm a massive online shopper. Like I I
1: bought a shit ton of air plants. I love air plants. I'm on Etsy buying air plants. It's ridiculous. Like it makes, there's zero point to have an air plant. Um, I have a game with a guy who works for me where we just text each other what we buy. Um, And you know, he bought a yellow truck and I'm buying air plants. I think it was Toyota, so shout out Jack. But uh,
0: <laughs> big shout out Jack.
1: Big shout out for Jack. Um, but you know what I would say has changed is I think people are realizing what they need and what they don't need, and part of what drives consumer behavior is want, and I think that's really changing. I buy a lot of clothes. I don't need to buy clothes anymore. I'm like, this is, I don't, I see the same friggin' four people every day. Like it's not, I don't (laughs) know what I wear. So, so I think that that's changed. I also think people want things that are special and limited edition and mean something like that's what I think is going to change is that commoditized products or uh, things that fit in the middle are what are going to get hurt the most coming out of pandemics. I think it's true for
0: colleges. I think it's true for apparel brands. By the way, it this you know this is literally what I wrote about my first book. That's what the internet does. Period.
1: Correct. The, the internet eats, yep. the
0: middle, 100%. eats the middle. Yeah. Hundred percent. Eats the middle and the. And the Erica, I think you. I think I you just. Sure I think you just fully explained to me why I'm spending literally all of my money on sports cards. Yeah. I didn't get into this with Jack because I wanted to, because I got to find some Jack minor league cards because I know they exist. But <laughs> Erica, I'm telling you right now for Barstool, you need as the leader of the company you need to get the whole organization to realize what's going on with sports cards. Yep. I am watching a ton of sports betting DNA go, yeah it's it's out of control. It's awesome it's and it's really, it really shows what pe-
1: people are you know I think there's some really good things that are going to come out of the pandemic I think how people think about their time their priorities like but nostalgia and collection are two things that i think you were going to see more it will create a reversal of that I,
0: i i i will argue that when all of us are much older watching documentaries about the pandemic there's going to be an incredible amount of good that came from it you know what what pandemic has done is created stress yeah and what that stress has done is exposed things. Mm -hmm. And I think that we're all going to go through a lot of pain, whether that is macro social injustice, whether that's micro, hey, wait a minute, I don't think I like my partner as much as I thought. We were just getting along because we weren't around each other. Now that we're in the same place for 120 days, you know, that's obviously very painful. That's very painful. But it's long term, a good thing. Yeah. I mean, there may not be a person on earth that more appreciates one step back, two steps forward. I'm obsessed with it. And I think you said something earlier, I'm, I'm obsessed with as well, which is delusion. I think this has caused yeah. reflection. Yeah. And, and I feel like that's why there's so much going on in the macro and the micro. And to your point, and I've always been hot on this, if you're, you, know, you and Jack have been in my office, I am obsessed with nostalgia. Yeah. I, believe, I believe that it makes you feel something. Like when I look at a 1990 Frank Thomas, leaf rookie card, something weird happens in my chemicals. I go back to, you know, it sure. feels delicious. And yep. so I, I actually, uh, you know, ironically, we haven't gotten to talk about this. So I'll just do it publicly. I actually think to you you made a very important point about Barstool. Barstool, much by the way, <laughs> I, I associate with Barstool because in a lot of ways I feel like I, I, as a human have this happening, which is there is some pushback to some of the things that are done. But the when you triple click into and you take it to the macro. There's so much right, there's so much authentic and the loyalty, which gives permission. And I actually think Barstool has the permission to be one of the biggest players in sports cards. I actually think it's gonna be a trillion yeah. dollar thing. So I'm, I'm basically just pitching you on doing more sports card content because I wanna consume it. So All if right. you can just throw, throw your old friend a bone, it would yeah, mean a I, lot to me. All right, good. All right, final kind of question or statement. Is there anything that we haven't talked about? You've got, I, I saw something are you doing some sort of running cl- Maybe I'm getting this right. Is there a running club? Oh, yeah. or? I started a running club. Um, I got this right, right? Running club. I started a running club. I,
1: I Saw it on Twitter. Or something. Go ahead. <laughs> that's ridiculous. I don't even like to run, um, but <laughs> I think that what you're hitting on is circumstance. What people have had to wake up to is what your circumstances. That's that's what the pandemic brought on. It it created a heightened sense of circumstance. For me. It was like I don't have to commute. I've really stopped working out. I deprioritize my wellness to do work basically every day of the week. So I created this thing where basically if you just run two miles a day, like you just run two miles a day. And it's been awesome. People do it. Like I do it every day. So um I, I think that's the other thing, the really positive thing that can happen is you're seeing community. And there are yeah, there's a lot of negatives happening. There's a lot, a lot of things wrong with a lot of people's circumstances, um, but there's also real community and support that you're finding on on pretty micro base on a pretty micro basis, and that's that's what I've created with the
0: Run Club. I love that. Okay. Well, you know, there's a lot of innovators watching right now, like a lot of entrepreneurs or corporates that are really trying to change shit. You know, Barstool. You know controversial, you know, energy-based founder, you know, uh, growing back to what you said, growing into maturity, right? Mm-hmm. How has it been navigating the kind of, you know, corporate business world? You know, I gave Jack a lot of daps earlier, which is like, you know, when I, the reason that like, he got all those daps, to be very, very frank, besides his deep humanity and kindness, is you can, once in a blue moon, find an executive who actually sees it, and then is willing to try, forget about like, you know, mission not accomplish as much at Toyota as I'd like, or almost anywhere else I do business with. You know, how is it for you to navigate that on the other side? Where, like, I spend time when it has nothing to do with VaynerMedia, and people are like, Where should we spend this money? And my first meeting at Craft, they're like, We're going after this guy. I'm like, You should spend on Barstow. They're like, eh. I'm like, This is why you fucking lose. Like, yeah. you know, like, so if I'm doing that, like, how yeah. are you navigating that with a founder? That, you know, it's probably the same question I would ask Andrea. You know, like, how do you deal with a founder like this? You know, like, what are you dealing with? Because I think it might help a lot of people watching.
1: Yeah, look, like, I love working with Dave Portnoy. I think Dave Portnoy is one of the most genius, gifted people on the planet. Now, we get a lot of flack because the cameras and microphones and blog has been on for this company for 16 years, and these guys made a piece of content every 30 minutes. So the minefield of, shit people said is enormous. Like it's just enormous. Um, But what I like about Barstool is that we are a place that is in progression and it is the true story of the evolution. Brands evolve, people evolve, we evolve. um, And Barstool has evolved in a massive, massive way. Now you can either choose to your point, triple click into that or not. And that's you, know, what I've had to say,
0: you you i others that innovate can't control that
1: correct i cannot control the good people at craft what i can say is that if you are if you are ignorant to what your consumer wants and you are uninterested in understanding the truth of something then you're not the right partner for us anyways yeah and i, would and, and,
0: recommend- and I from afar it seems that the industry has very much figured out bar in the last 24 months there's dramatically more yeah. you know acceptance and and they're winning with it you know
1: well because we work i mean that's the at the end <laughs> of the day like can we just
0: actually yeah. i apologize <laughs> i don't i actually don't want you to say anything else okay honestly i swear to andrea i'm not sure listen jabari's a beast and i know we have some other good Great. i'm not sure yeah. i want to do anything else yeah. that literal statement just fucked with me so heavy like there is such a disconnect in this entire goddamn thing of the small percentage that actually work mm-hmm. and the large percentage that pontificate. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I love that. Eric. thank you so much for being on. You're welcome, thanks for having me. Talk to you soon. All right, episode's over. Please leave a review and subscribe up on Apple. It would mean a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot to me. Thank you very much. Thanks, Gary. Today's highlighted review is As Honest As It Gets by Mons. I really like Gary. Although I'm not an entrepreneur, I like to know who and what are getting attention. And Gary is all about that. He provides wisdom that transcends business and moves into every day of our lives. Thanks to Mons. Keep those reviews coming. We could highlight yours next.